0: Josh has a life to live.
1: He does have a life to live, and it's like super late. So here we are, Holy Puck, episode 7. We have a special guest today.
0: We do. And it's mad. He's very special. Who are you, special guest?
2: Uh, My name is Josh Leopard and I am a a special man, just in general. I'm very special. So good. What makes you so special? Uh, I would like to think my ravishing good looks, maybe my baby blues, um, blonde hair, ginger beard.
1: Super intense rap sheet also could probably help.
0: All of those are good things, but we're not actually getting people on the show to be guests because that shit's played out. People get interviewed all the time. Yeah, Everyone We're
1: talking, we're talking like co-hosts. co-hosts.
0: Everyone we're going to have like on the show it. moving forward is going to be a co-host.
1: That's right. And they've all got phenomenal hair, which is a good thing.
0: And they've all got a lot of good stuff to contribute to they the do. world of inane bullshit hockey banter.
1: Exactly. And we all talk about the same shit all the time. That's what we do. We spend all day... Just yammering on about hockey. Like, for instance, today, I actually watched a Canes game, and it was horrible.
0: They lost in the last 90 seconds. <laughs> shock, shock horror. A hockey game played in North Carolina wasn't good. Yeah,
2: yeah it was terrible. Yeah, and once again, Carolina did not care. <laughs> they didn't even have time for it. I love,
0: no. how, I love how they're shocked that people don't care about the Hurricanes. They're like, well, the Panthers are the best team in football, and, you know, the Hornets are actually okay. What? Why don't people care about ice hockey in this horrible, horribly hot climate?
1: Yeah, no one cares. No one cares. It's like, keep trying. Like, more people in Australia care about hockey collectively than the people in Carolina, which is terrifying. you know,
0: we actually worked out last week, we get more people to local games in Melbourne than they do in Florida. Mm-hmm. So think about that, NHL.
2: That's a true story. Wait, no. This is a legitimate number you've worked out? This is the real deal? Yeah. Oh,
0: I mean, look, I don't know how legitimate <laughs> like, it is. Like, it's us. <laughs> yeah, it's more, it's more us looking at crowd numbers going... Look, it yeah, looks
1: like there's heaps more dudes here, hey. Yeah,
0: I may have had nine <laughs> beers by two o'clock, but I'm pretty sure there's more dudes here than at a Panthers game.
1: Well, you remember that photo? I, I took a screenshot of a Florida game recently, and I'm like, there's no way that there's 10,000 people there.
0: You know what's been super interesting, though? As Yaga's hair has gotten longer this more season. Crowds. More crowds. That's right. True story.
1: Yeah. That's right.
2: You know what? I think as long as uh, Yarmir Yager keeps growing his hair out, period, they're, they're going uh, to be okay. There's always going
1: to be crowds. That's the NHL, right.
2: that is. The entire NHL is going to be all right. That yeah. hair, that hair <laughs> could potentially bring forth world peace.
1: I would have that on a t-shirt any day, and I would wear that t-shirt all day, but there's every actually, day. There's actually
0: a reason we're hanging out with Josh today, tonight. It's tonight where we are, and it's ridiculously early where Josh is. Josh, where, what time is it where you are? Yeah, where
2: are you? I am in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, and it is 5.13 a.m. I'm sitting in a, a completely black room filled with bike parts. Oh. So it's something out of like Saw NHL edition right now. Yeah, yeah sh-
1: this is like super glamour
2: right now.
0: I actually feel terrible. This is probably one of the top five worst things I've ever made someone I like do. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's you know, bullshit. I really sit really in, in a room with you job? every week. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm um,
2: sorry. <aside laughs>
0: Aside from telling Josh about how good his hair is, we are actually going to talk some hockey today because the Winter Classics just been and gone. We're going to cover all our regular bullshit segments, a bit oh, of yes. fantasy news. <clears throat> and we're going to do some mid-season awards because we're about 35, 40 games into the season. So it's perfect. It's perfect. What do you want to start with, Josh?
2: You know, I, uh, I'll i leave that to the pros. You guys tell me. I'm here to chat. I've got a, uh, a yingling light, nice and cold in my hand. I've got a, a black room around me, so I'm good to go.
0: All yeah. right. Well, well, well I'm it- drinking Foster's, so everyone's killing it. I'm drinking water because I'm conscious about my health. Straight edge. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> Hardly. But you know what we will start with, though? We're going to start with our usual fantasy, fantasy rap. rap. And we're going to be positive. We're going to start with guys who are actually doing a good job, as opposed to shit-canning everybody else. That's
1: right. So let's kick off with my boy Mojo. So, Marcus Johansson's been killing it of late. He's up there on the second line. He's playing a very, very good hockey at the moment. He's got my man, Evgeny Kuznetsov, feeding him all damn day.
0: You do realise that not everyone from the greater DC area can be your man. There's a limit to how
2: many dudes can be this your man. This is the best
1: year we've had. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, what's you know, know what to think about The Capitals don't need you smiling upon them. They're, they're going to be just fine, I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks. No, no. They need me sucking them off all damn day. Trust me. It's really important. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing about John, right? John's normally really understated. Like, he plays down any success Washington has because he's terrified he's going to jinx them. Absolutely. And so now he's trying to be cool about it. I'm fucking G-ing the Capitals every day. day. I'm yeah. like, they're going to win. They've got it all because I hope I derail them just with yeah, my positive thoughts. Yeah, just it's going to happen. <laughs>
2: Yet. I like that plan. Uh, success just breeds future spite. I like that. Pretty I much. I hope they, they fall apart just despite spite
1: you. It probably I- happens for real.
2: What about um, What about
0: Connor, however the hell you pronounce his surname? Connor Hellebuke the uh, Winnipeg Hellebuk. goalie. Yeah,
1: well, it, uh, the inspiration for, for Cal uh, duck in our league, which is potentially the best fantasy name in the history of the world.
0: That won't mean anything to you because you're not from Australia, but in the yeah. 80s and 90s, we had a really shitty Saturday night TV show which featured a dude in a giant duck suit called Duck.
1: Which is terrifying, Ooh. actually.
0: So we've now crowned here <laughs> Cal Plucker Duck, and we photoshopped every picture our league has of Cal Clutterbuck into Plucker Duck. It's a good time.
1: Yeah, we love anyone with a name that ends in Buck. Basically, it, it's just free reign on the forum during the week. It's yeah. terrifying.
0: That's the only connection to Winnipeg and their goaltending situation. Not his performance. Just that no, he almost really well. sounds like a Plucker Duck.
1: Yeah, he's doing really well. In fact, a lot of the goalies who are swinging in to take those number one <laughs> spots during injuries are doing really well this
0: year. <laughs> oh, being a backup goalie in the NHL is a fruitful situation right now
1: well how many of these dudes are going to get traded for massive contracts that they can possibly never fulfill at the end of this year
0: fucking all of them all of them are going to
1: get like multi-year contracts and
0: all of them are going to find themselves in a Scriven situation what do you think Josh you live in a cold weather climate shed some light on the goaltending sitch for us
2: Oh, you know what? I think it's going to be uh, absolutely like you said, the 15-16 the season is going to breed a pretty interesting 16-17 season. It's going to be uh, all these goaltenders stepping it up for a handful of games and looking really hot. And then next year... They're making to... the big bucks and probably just totally falling apart.
1: Oh, that's going to blow. It's going to be so good.
2: Do you reckon there's any legitimately big
0: long-term goaltending superstars who should be worried, though? Like dudes who've hit a bit of a slump this year and people are forgetting about them, and then maybe their GM goes, you know what? Why not? I'm not enjoying paying you all this money anymore. I'm going to go the cheap option.
2: Well, if I can go... Uh full reckless on it I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it to the Detroit Red Wings I think uh, yeah I think, we're, I think we're, we're watching him lose his spot right now and I think yeah. Isaac is definitely going to take that spot oh, yeah. sooner rather than later
1: yeah it'll be before the end of this year for I'll, sure
0: I'll be honest Jimmy Howard lost me when I was watching him do his warm ups on the Winter Classic last year and he was pr- doing like air chopsticks to work on his glove hand I'm like
2: that's yeah. fucking weird man Stop. Yeah. you need to stop that <laughs> Don't you dare do weird stretches. Yeah. yeah.
1: How dare you warm up in front of the biggest game of the year? How dare you, sir?
0: I found it offensive.
2: No one should, be, no, no one should try that hard. Dickhead.
0: You're, is your girlfriend a Red Wings fan?
2: She is, yeah. She Aww. absolutely is. It's been a bit of a a strain on our relationship. Yeah, <laughs> is that is that, that going to get you in trouble if she hears that you're laughing with us about the Red it Wings?
1: doesn't sound like a good time, eh?
2: No, she's very realistic. She's... Uh, She'd actually say the same thing about Howard, I think.
1: Fuck. Anytime oh,
2: yeah. he's in it, I think it gives her a heart attack. So yeah. she, She's a classic girl. He's all blowing right. it for them. All right, well, I feel all right about it so now.
1: Let's, let's get through the rest of the list. So Shane Doan, who's... Yeah, I want to talk about Shane Doan. We love Shane Doan. He's killing it. Yeah. yeah. Don't stop believing,
2: my, my friend.
0: Oh, have you heard that, Josh? Don't stop believing? It's the name of my fantasy oh, team this
2: year. A man after my own heart. I'm gonna say, before anything else is said about uh, my man Shane Doan here in Arizona, he's also like 100 years old, yeah, yeah. which is awesome.
1: Yeah, he's in his mid thirties and he's killing it. Yeah, did 1400 games to break a record. Yeah, didn't
0: the mayor of Phoenix just give him some kind of senior citizenship award? Yeah. Like they gave him a they gave him a, a rail pass and like a. A bunch of brandy snappers or something.
1: <laughs> They're like, hey, man, just just live here forever. Never leave. <laughs> he
0: actually won't leave, though. I back the shit out of him. Like, he's like, "No, nah, I want to finish my career as a, as a yote. Yeah. And even through the tough times, I'm going to hang around and help the young guys out. And he's done just that. Yeah. Right? He, well, he
1: still yeah. kind of puts up the same numbers every season as well. Like, so that's kind of depend, like that sort of dependableness in a player. In dependableness. In a player. Wow. He, like, it's hard to get. Like, you know. Like, Ovi's always going to have that one, like, shot that no one can stop, right? Yeah. Like, Shane Doan's always going to be there. He's, he's always, always going to have that hairline gonna, that won't stop receding. He's just going to... Well, that's more like your man gets, but, like, um, he's just going to... He's, he's so dependable that he's never going to leave Phoenix. They're, like, they'll be wheeling him out in a wheelchair, and he's still going to be, like, finding a way back. You know yeah, what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm into it. I like it. Hey speaking oh, of absolutely. speaking of dudes who look old though and have been shit all season and are starting <laughs> to do something Patrick Hornquist is actually like scored he's contributed in the last week
1: yeah which is funny because he's been absent but, well, see. He's been playing on the, they've been rotating it between the third and fourth lines. And I think they've dropped him back up to the second line. So yeah. Nothing fully...
0: says consistent play, like placing a skill forward on the fourth line, oh, right a, wing.
1: What a $5.5 million a year forward <laughs> on the fourth line. That's
0: does he, great money. Does he still bleach his hair though? Surely. Have
1: you seen that hairline?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Pittsburgh is such a mess. I love how much of a
2: mess Pittsburgh are in.
0: Yeah. Everyone you know? does.
2: I was saying this earlier, it's, uh, you know, obviously the Penguins are one of, I, I'm a Bruins fan, are one of the Bruins' main rivals, and we, yeah, we yes. love to hate Sidney Crosby, but it's one of those things where it's almost like if Darth Vader fell down on roller skates, it's <laughs> like, uh, you know, he's not a very good villain when they're, they're playing so odd, absolutely terribly, and yeah, right yeah. now the Penguins, well, they're kind of back on it. Yes. Well, I, no, I agree with that, like, when, when you're playing a rivalry match, you want there to be a bit of hate.
1: You want it to be a good game. You don't just want to walk over them because then it's not really a rivalry. It's just you smashing someone for. You know, <laughs> you I, know.
0: I, I don't enjoy a blowout in any sport. Like I always want to see you a contest. You want to see a tight game, yeah? Right. So I, that's a very astute observation, Josh. Well done. Yeah. So yeah.
1: the the next two dudes have been on a list once already. So Victor R. from Carolina is also he's he's not just hot. He's stayed hot, and Anisimov has is picked up again as well. He was we mentioned him earlier this year. Yeah. In I think episode two maybe.
0: The the, the Blackhawks largely get overlooked because everyone's still swinging off Patty Kane's nuts, but Anissimov, <laughs> Panarin, all those younger dudes are They're doing quite it quite well. Yeah,
1: they they really did their research in Europe and up. I know up Josh
0: Josh gets a little moist over Panarin, don't you? Who doesn't? <laughs>
2: oh, absolutely! Literally moist. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, well, I know we, we went over this before, Cam, but uh, the the phone is still working, so thank you, Artemi Panarin. For keeping my phone alive after, you know, forcing me to throw it into a toilet.
1: Oh, yeah. yes, we mentioned this in podcast number three. Where, we did. Because, yes, you gotta, you got to go shout out in podcast three, Josh, where we're talking about you know stupid things that you've done whilst watching sports and you're dropping your phone into the toilet was obviously on the top of the list.
0: <laughs> who hasn't dropped their phone in the toilet? I've been though? through
1: three phones because of the toilet. Yeah. But, see, I'm a, I'm a phone-in-the-back-pocket guy, so, of course, it's always...
2: That's it's, that's going to happen. It's
1: going to happen. It's occupational hazard, man.
0: Hey, I'll tell you who well, else...
2: Worst, it, was, uh, it was playing on top of my shower. So, I get out of the shower because I'm so excited. I'm completely naked, and I, I blast my phone directly into the toilet. And then you see a grown man essentially crying, sticking a phone into a bag of rice. It was essentially just a terrible experience. You know you know
0: what I'm picturing right now? Because you were exiting the shower. You know that scene in Ace Ventura when he realizes that Einhorn's yeah. a man? Yeah. He's in the shower, he's crying, he's, he's got the, got the plunge. <laughs> were, you, were you trying to plunge your phone yeah. back, into, like, no. back, back into a safe place?
2: It's
0: terrifying. Hey, i tell you who's actually performing a little bit on the left wing. Benoit Pouliot.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Pouliot.
0: The, the Oilers have got some, um, you know what? I mean, they're obviously dog shit and sitting in the bottom five teams in the league, but they've got 10 dudes that are good fantasy contributors.
1: <laughs> yeah. Taylor
0: Hall. Hey, man. Shit teams are always great for fantasy. Shit
1: teams because there's always three dudes who are mad. Yep. That's the best. If you've got, if you're a fantasy dude, look at the shit teams and they're they're just golden. Pure mm. golden.
0: Cool. Look at Shane
1: Doan. Ham picked him up this week. Yeah. You listen to Ham, because he's fucking second in our league. Travis Zajac. Right. Zajac, exactly. I mean, we we're high on, on Zajac.
0: Cam,
2: you're second in your league right
0: now? No, 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 no dude. My league, I am dead last. He's dead last.
2: And I'm fourth. That's what I thought. That's what I thought had been hearing on this podcast. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no.
0: He, <laughs> said, he said Ham, not Cam. We've got a Ham as well. I, I guess guys, confusing.
2: Australians gonna stop with your rhyming words.
0: Yeah, I know it's, it's hard. And yeah, we
1: talk, it's, it's just so funny. We rhyme and we talk super fast, so it's like
0: it's just extreme laziness, really.
1: Yeah. See, the more we can get out, the <laughs> f- sooner we can
0: finish. You know, I want to knock off the last couple of guys though, so we can start ragging on dudes. The yeah. last couple of good goodins that y'all should check out. Matt Bolesky, yep. left wing for the Bruins, Ryan Ellis, Nashville D-Man, and Jack Eichel. That's right. Because um, he's actually starting to win some of his face-offs, which is lovely. Yeah. Aside from scoring, he's proving to be quite handy.
1: Yeah, it's those those um, periphery stats, I think. That yeah. Are, they're ones that really help you across the line. Like, those, like, I don't know. Josh, do you play fantasy?
2: <laughs> I do, yeah. Yeah,
1: you do. He's a loser. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah, we all do. <laughs> we all do. But I mean, like, yeah, so I'm, many dudes. I'm dead
2: center of my league right now, so I can't offer any uh, any super hot takes.
1: Oh man, we're like we're fucking so bad. But, but here's really the thing, though: if I dudes.
2: took my own advice, I'd be dominating. Yeah,
1: me too. I, I,
0: I love giving out <laughs> advice, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck you, yeah, good call, man!" And then I'm like, well, "Yeah." Why do I do that? You know what? I'm just I'm just gonna keep riding Dylan Larkin and see what happens. That'll, nah, that'll win my league.
2: Nah. Oh, oh, you're going full rookie too?
0: Yeah. I'm not full rookie. I'm a two rookie guy because I've got Larkin and Drosadal, but... Um, Cam's really big in like
1: just cycling as many dudes as humanly possible through his team in a season. No,
0: here's the thing. I've won three out of my last four matchups because my goalies and my blocks and hits are red hot, but it was basically a house of cards because the moment my goalies had a bad week, it all came falling down. It all down. came falling down, <laughs> and I got fucking dominated this week. Oh, man.
1: Sorry. Because let, Ross got torched. Of course he did. So let's talk potential heat up. So potential heat ups. So Ooh, potential Tom- heat ups. Thomas Plakani, who I dropped last week, has started to heat up. Well, as soon as I drop him.
0: Well, he's really ki- he's killing it with his apples. But he scored his first goal in like
1: two, uh, three thousand years. No, nah, it's like last three week, three weeks. So that's why I dropped him.
0: <laughs> but he's obviously a face-off dynamo. Yeah, and but not much else though. maybe the Habs have regained some of their mojo after touching up my boys on New Year's Day so well, who knows I probably
1: wouldn't say touching up you guys got a right fisting let's be honest
0: that's not very nice yeah.
1: it's not wrong though it
2: was uh that was a cruel cruel afternoon <laughs>
0: But you know what? We we're gonna talk about that a lot later on because we you and you and I are gonna rant, Josh. We are going to rant. I'm gonna
2: just like
1: let you guys go for it. I'm so stoked to hear two Bruins fans <laughs> just complain.
2: Oh, because it's different different from, from anything any other else day. I do. <laughs> hey, and then um, the next one's Jonathan Bruins. Are excited to hear two Bruins fans complain too. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm certain that it's, we're gonna it's to have
2: definitely even, very rare behaviour. Yeah,
1: how how's it we're gonna have even less listeners after this podcast?
2: Hey, um <laughs>
0: The one other dude who you need to watch to heat up, though, Jonathan Druin, because now that he's made his hissy fit public that he wants to trade, maybe a team not called Tampa Bay will give him some top-line minutes, and maybe it'll turn out he's shit hot. I don't know.
1: Or maybe he sucks, and he just thinks he's better than he is.
0: Maybe he's an entitled little ass bandit. I don't know.
2: Who knows?
1: Who knows? So let's do not hot, because this is one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, you can lead off the not hot, Josh.
2: <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm having a hard time over here. We uh we discussed this pre-show, but I do not understand how Al Montoya is currently on the not hot list, right? Because now. Luongo is fucking killing it. Who needs Montoya when you've got Roberto?
0: Yeah, drop the backup if the main guy. Drop is that backup. You. He's not getting a
2: shot. Luongo <laughs> yeah, has one like fair. 7 you on the chart. Luongo in your lineup.
0: Yeah, well. Yeah,
1: yeah well, that's true. I mean <laughs> Yeah, but I mean there's we pl- don't there's but, plenty yeah.
0: of other goalies you would take like well one goes that hot, Montoya's playing like one out of every fucking three Six, to four seven. games at the moment. So, there's, mm. pl- there's plenty of other goalies I'd take. Kari Ramos on the waivers in 50% of leagues. He yeah. got two shutouts last week. Yeah. Gibbo
1: got fucking two shutouts. Three shutouts or yeah, something. Yeah, Josh
0: Gibson's killing it. He well,
1: my, I, I play, played my little brother this week. He has Gibbo, who was the only goalie who wasn't injured. He has four goalies, three of them injured. That's silly. Gibbo, two shutouts. He fucked me.
2: Well, the fact you know, that he fucked I you makes me reality happy. I the uh, I really just – I sympathize for Al Montoya. He kind of looks like he would be an extra in like a, a weird 80s cocaine thriller. So, <laughs> you know, I, I just wish him the best is all I want to say.
0: What type of cocaine thriller? Like, are you talking like New Jack City or like a more well-dressed cocaine thriller?
2: Yeah, I was thinking kind of like uh, maybe – like blow if it was filmed 10 years earlier. Oh, yeah, okay. ah, I see. So I
0: just see. He, heaps that of shirts works. with really big collars and yeah. pants that taper off way too much yeah, towards your boots. Yeah, heaps of like
1: giant handlebar mustaches and yeah. hair. it's just outrageously long.
0: <laughs> I'm with you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you who else is on this list, though. So Jason Demir, because he keeps hitting dudes in the back of their head when they're not looking and he's probably going to get suspended again. Again. Seriously. <laughs> so he's been suspended before for a very similar hit. He's been injured this year. I, I've i had him a couple times this year and he keeps fucking me. So,
1: yeah, just I reckon you should just leave him alone, man. Oh, I'm not
0: going near him again. Yeah. I'm do done. Hear that, Jason? We're done.
1: Done, yeah. So, <laughs> Matthew Perot, who I'm still a big fan of, even though he, he left me. He left me in Washington.
0: Oh, I so he's this that. another dude that was your boy. He
1: was my boy. I've still, I still. would actually buy a Jets Perot jersey because I think he's that much of a legend. But... Good beard. Great beard. Uh, blowing it at the moment, though. Speaking of blowing it, another one of your boys. Justin Williams. He has cooled off. That's right. It's because his line's not scoring. The other two lines are. So.
0: Sounds like excuses. What it do you is. think, Josh? Excuses. Rhyme, well, why is Reimard on it
1: this does. list? He's injured.
0: Yeah, that's why
2: he's you not know, hot. That's <laughs> the like Capitals fans' excuses right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Which are so frequent. I,
0: I will say in John's defense, he's the first Capitals fan I ever met in Australia. And like now I'm seeing an explosion of Caps merch around yeah, local games and things upsetting. like that. But prior to that, he was a lone wolf.
1: I still have yeah, I still have the old black jersey with the Capitol building on it. That's how old a fan I am.
0: Hockey support in Australia is really weird. So apparently in Sydney everyone's a Bruins fan, but you know, no, they're, they're basically not. dickheads that like Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um they don't they don't actually know anything. <laughs> no. Whereas in Melbourne, all you'll see is Kings, Blackhawks jerseys. <laughs> yeah.
1: And now Caps jerseys. Heaps
0: of Red Wings jerseys. And now there's Ovi jerseys everywhere. everywhere.
1: Everywhere. I'm like, you don't even know who Ovi is.
0: Two things I'll say. I saw a dude getting around in a, um, in a Doan jersey a little while ago. And I was like, really? fuck, you're out of control. Yeah, real life happened. legend.
1: Yeah. Someone
0: shake that man's hand. And I saw another kid in a St. Louis Blues jersey. And it yeah, was for did. Ryan Reeves. What? Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like was like rolling around in a Joe Stackick jersey,
0: like so, <laughs> yeah. So essentially, most people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, is what Which we're trying to bad. say, Josh.
2: Yeah, you know what? I mean, I'd be sitting here lying if I said I knew what I was talking about more than four or five percent of the time.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's
2: right. At least you're honest. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not even honest about it. We're
1: totally on the ball with that. So Yossi Jokinen, um, although he's got that mad flex, is not having a great time. While other dudes from Florida are having.
0: A great time. A
1: great time.
0: Tell you who else is cooled off though: Tyler Ballsack, Yuri Hudler, Tyler Ennis, Dale Weiss. They've all just they've all chilled the fuck out. You don't well, need I any dropped, of those dudes.
1: No, no, I dropped Dale Weiss before, like while he was in the middle of his heater. And he's was, a dickhead. He's got a great head of hair though. Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you guys think of the the odds of uh, Hudler actually? Making some sort of you know anything out of this season, you think there's any <laughs> chance at all?
0: Wasn't it supposed to be his contract year, and he was going to ring a ding dingy, seven million dollar year deal, and ride off into the sunset?
1: Well, he's probably just going to. Well, you know, no, he, he, this is what will happen. He'll win the lady Bing again, and no one will care.
0: That's it's yeah. E- yeah. <laughs> easily the worst award in sports. They may as well call it the blue ribbon, good effort. Try yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's essentially the participation award. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you're a hockey player though, and they said, Oh, you're getting the lady Bing, you'd be fucking off it. Hey, Ryan
1: O'Reilly won it once. Yeah.
0: They've essentially, they've essentially gone through Yahoo fantasy, right? And just, just and, and just, and just,
1: they've put the play, pin the tail on the fantasy. No, panel. no, no. You know
0: what they've done? They've just hit ascending data on the penalty minutes column, right? Yeah. And gone, Oh, you only slashed one dude this year. Have a trophy.
1: Yeah yeah so they've gone to everyone who has like 10 penalty minutes and gone wow oh, one of them you know just put his put the name in a hat and you know whoever comes up
0: yeah cuz he was great last year and he's been useless this season yeah
1: see him like getting bought out at the end of the year
0: we're going to have a little preach though now that we're done ragging on those players and um, I'm going to preface this by saying that Jack Eichel's actually been heating up as other rookies have been cooling down um so you know good on you Jack um but the oh so hot rookies who started the year hot obviously um they've Tape all cooled off. off a little which is yeah. perfectly natural and you know your first year or two in the league you're going to start to run out of gas mm. and you're going to get pushed around a little so if you're pinning your fantasy hopes on your youngsters i think you might be in a wee bit of trouble
1: yeah otherwise known as thomas hurdle syndrome
0: uh, oh thomas hurdle where the fuck is he going <laughs>
1: you tell me man
2: josh you know where thomas hurdle is is he your is he at your house, is he at your
1: house?
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, he, I'm hiding uh, in my blackened room right now.
1: Yeah, he's in, he's in the lair, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, was, Thomas, I if you can exactly hear us, buck twice for
2: exactly help. On the, the rookies this year, it's it's like you know I've got the most unbelievable ups and downs. I'm either so stoked or I'm crying myself into a corner. Well, what yeah. r- what rookies have you got? Eichel, McDavid, and Artemi Panarin. McDavidson's sitting this in IR since like the dawn of time. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Way pretty too. that's pretty
0: good though. Like I've got Larkin and Dreisaitl, and I think everyone in our leagues had Colton Pareco.
1: Yeah, I had him for like three weeks and then dropped him, and then someone else had him for the same. He's he's basically a
0: tampon. He's like he's in and out. In and out. <laughs> I was gonna say yo yo, but yeah, that's cool. Let's call him a fucking tampon.
1: Yeah, like honestly though, we're lucky that no actual people listen to this podcast. Isn't he massive? If he <laughs> yeah. heard you say that, he
2: would beat the shit out of you.
0: Luckily, I live in Australia, eh? Yeah, and he, where do you play junior hockey, Alaska? Yeah, yeah, he's not getting to Australia. No way. Um, yeah. So I, look, I think if you've got if you got young kids, one to two per team is going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, as I said this week, on a side note, also my House of Cards defensive lineup. Got blown the fuck up with one bad game. So, yeah, um, it'll happen. Yeah, don't do what I do. Don't pin your hopes on goalies. Maybe focus no.
2: on
1: the rest of your team. Yeah, maybe like, well, like Clinton did at the start of the year, punt goalie stats and just hope it writes itself. And he's currently sitting top of the league. So, jo-
0: how's this, Josh? The dude who's winning our league knows nothing n- about hockey. Never saw a hockey game prior to this season. He's a friend of ours. And we said, hey, man, you should join our fantasy league because he plays fantasy basketball. And he's obsessed. We chose him a team. He yeah. sat down and worked out all the maths behind it. We lend him my game center account so we can watch games, and now he's killing everybody. I'm filthy.
1: Yeah, he's fucking oh. killing it. And I actually well, he listens to this podcast. About the
2: rest of us that actually uh, watch hockey and, and pay a lot of attention to this that he, we could just be dominated by someone stepping in out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, but it's so here's, upsetting. Here's the thing, though. Right, <laughs> I maintain the more you actually know about a sport, the worse you are at fantasy.
1: Yeah. Well, that's there's. I think there's a point. There's like. There's like a continuum, right? Where you hit a point where you know so much that you're just mad at everything. But we're like, not that.
0: Well, here's the thing, right? So there's a dude in my fantasy football league. He plays football. He's been watching football since he was fucking five years old. Mm. He spends more time with football than anybody I know. He's never made the playoffs in our league. Ugh. It
1: stings mm. the nostrils. Never.
0: And then fantasy basketball. All the dudes that know everything in my basketball leagues. Yeah, just blow it. Horrible. Mm. Absolutely Horrible. Hey, but you know what we are going to talk about?
1: A couple of hot takes. Hot takes. We love the hot takes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good sound effects. Now we don't need to insert our like our sick MP3s.
1: No, we just call up Josh every week. Hey man, can you can you give us a little sizzle? sizzle? It's like, hey man, what are you doing at five AM? Not heaps.
0: Uh, (laughs) We could have been snuggling with his girlfriend, and instead he's sitting in a fucking cold room with Thomas Hurdle. Yeah, (laughs) you guys are monsters. We yeah, are. it's true. My wife tells me all the time I'm an awful person.
1: Yeah, my wife yells at me heaps too.
0: Hey, so here's the first one though. As we briefly mentioned, uh, Jonathan Druin, Vire's agent, has now made it publicly known that he wants out of Tampa Bay. Apparently, a trade was requested in November due to the lack of movement. It's now gone public. Uh, you know, I'm guess hoping that another team will swoop in and save him from Tampa. But here's the thing. I'm not sure I agree with his approach. He's, he's a, a Saint for- Louis. Well, he's a former number three pre- uh, pick from the 2013 you draft and in- he hasn't panned out as we all expected. The no. Bolts have tried him on every line. And look, he's a skill player with a slight frame. He's not built for that fourth line. But you can't just expect top line minutes because that's what, that's well, what you, you did got it to as, perform, as a junior. Right?
1: you got to earn that shit. You can't just be like, yeah, I'm mad. I deserve this.
0: Well, no, man. Who's the Bolts GM? Steve Eisenman. That's right. He's not going to tolerate that shit. Ah, oh, man. Josh? No. Not at all. He does not have time for that bullshit. He was an <laughs> Iron Man. He was a, He's a tough little nuggety motherfucker. And Absolutely. And you walk into his office and go, look, I was shit hot back in the bowels of Western Canada. It's like, yeah, I was heaps mad in the miners, hey. Yeah, I want to ride Stamco's wing every day. He would laugh at you and go, like, get, get the fuck out. Get back to the playpen. <laughs> Like,
1: get the, like. Go and do some weights or something, man. Stop yelling at me in my office.
0: Interesting though, that Stamkos apparently lobbied really hard for Drew when he hit his line as well. Who are the two players who are currently on tender hooks in Tampa Bay? There it is.
1: Well, what's up with dudes just pulling the Saint Louis card? Going, I want to get traded. Deal with it. What's going on with that? Like, there's something. There has to be a culture problem down there for sure.
0: Is it a culture problem, or is is it a good? Is it potentially a good problem where Steve Eisenman's like, "Hello, if you're an entitled little shithead, get out. I'm
2: going to ship you off."
1: Mm, That's what I mean. I think it's a good thing.
2: What do you reckon, Josh? I can't tell. You know, it's one of those things. Is this uh, a sense of entitlement, and and they're just kind of saying, "Hey, if that's what you want, we'll see. uh, We'll let you go public. See what's out there." Or do you think it's uh, straight up just? absolute babyhood, and he should put his diapers back on. It's yeah. probably an
1: even, even helping of both, to be honest. Yeah, look, there's like, probably
2: a little bit of each play,
0: and I mean, we're on the outside. I don't think we'll ever fully know, but I mean, the Bolts played an incredible season last season when everyone was buying into this, you know, you play here and you do that, and we work as a team culture, and now, 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 now that a few dudes are putting their hand up going, well, where's mine? Yeah.
1: Well, it's not working. And, well, they get a few injuries and they don't really know how to deal with it, and then it's like, well... Hey, man, he's injured. I want this. Mm. Mm, nah, that's not how it works.
0: Anyway, watch this space. Yeah. Hey, here's one for you. The Maple Leafs and the Blackhawks did a one-for-one trade today with two players that are no one gives a fuck about. Why are they doing this? <laughs> well, Jeremy Morin's name's been thrown around since he got drafted as, oh, watch this kid out. Six years in the minors. Guess what?
2: Still not mad.
0: Still not cutting it, Jez?
2: Yeah. Still <laughs> I, I could it. have not heard less about that news that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, how it's made it here for us to make fun of the fact that it's
0: news
2: It showed up on my, in
0: my news feed this morning And I'm like, wow, it's the news is just going off in Canada today Like this is fantastic. news day in Canada,
1: mad So someone traded in the miners. <laughs> so it must be a giant Blackhawks trade coming Watch this space i no. tell you
0: what is actually news though And I'm starting to feel bad for the crew in Orange County Cam Fowler's knees more fucked than they thought it was And now he's out for another three to five weeks
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad <laughs>
0: But that's, yeah. that's actually got a ripple effect because heaps of teams were looking at Fowler as a trade option yep. leading now, to the trade deadline.
1: Oh, now, no, because they're like, oh, injury, no, thank you. Well,
0: Next. Josh, I challenge you. Who is another defenseman who is potentially available to help potential playoff teams if Fowler's out of the picture?
2: You mean Ducks specifically or anybody looking for a D-man? Well, just anybody. in general. like Heaps anyway. of teams are looking to bulk up and there was
0: about 12 of them circling Fowler because they couldn't think of anybody else who was not terrible slash available.
2: Yeah. You know, I don't. I feel like this season there has been so much uh, D-man talk that you know, as far as kind of just implementing one one big heavy D-man into uh, kind of existing systems. I feel like teams, frankly, just to totally side <laughs> totally your question entirely. I feel like uh, as as opposed to keeping that really defensive lockdown uh, system in place and having a couple dudes that are really solid, it's been everybody's kind of looking for. That one person, and the Bruins are actually a perfect example of that as well. Yeah, looking for one D man to kind of come in and save the day, and I, mm. I think it's kind of a uh, a useless endeavor. I think it's got to go a little deeper than that. That's,
0: that's right. that's a, a really good point. It's almost too good a point to be talking to Absolutely. us about. Wow, I could
1: inject here and say that the Caps traded for two pretty good D men. We did a pair trade. We didn't do we you did? did do, we didn't do one. So we and then we built out a little. Little defensive nook around them, around Nisky and a little Brooksy.
0: I actually think now that the Bruins have kind of uh, ridden the the pain wave a little bit, it's looking all right. Like you guys are looking really good at the moment. Krug, you know, well I think minus the pe- last week. People don't realize how good Krug good. is on the power play. Colin Miller is going to become fantastic. Ryan Spoon is fucking insane. And we've got a lot of cap space left over. I'm calling it now. We're going to sign Keith Yandel. That's what's going to
1: happen. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't
0: re-signed with the rangers for a reason he wants to go home is that because hey. the rangers are blowing it yes <clears throat> that's look you know look i, I, I say a lot of outlandish things you do all the time but that's one of the things that i actually genuinely believe can and will happen
1: that's good i like that that's a great news story
0: yeah I, i'm pretty into it hey uh the panthers actually look shit hot and they've now hit the top of the atlantic division Um, what I believe has happened. Yaga's sharing his fountain of youth shit with his teammates. And yeah, he and Luongo are killing it. Like the two dudes age 60 and over, which is why they're in Florida because no state taxes and they're, you know, enjoying the RSL and whatever else you, you do in retirement. Seniors cards. They're
1: killing it. That's what it's all about. I'm telling you, seniors cards. Well, I picked up Barkov last week and he's been fucking
0: incredible.
2: Josh, you've been to Florida. How the fuck are they playing so well down there? I have no idea. I swear it's just to defy the odds. It's to prove to all of the the uncaring Florida residents yeah. that they're just like, hey, if you don't care, fuck you. I was going
1: gonna to say it has to be because no one actually gives a shit.
0: So.
2: You know what could work in
0: their favor though, right? Like the Heat are in for a rebuild. Yeah. The Miami Dolphins suck. And, and the Marlins are well, horrible.
1: But they're rebounding pretty but, hard. But so. like
0: the Panthers could be the only choice for the residents of Miami to have a successful sporting team. Get behind and, it. And I will say, that the chatter about, okay, the Panthers are getting relocated has completely died off. Mm. Completely died well, off. That's
1: because of the, you know, with success,
0: you know, all of that sort of bullshit dies away. Because well, it's pretty obvious the Hurricanes are going to Quebec. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're going anywhere. I was talking to Ben again today and he's like, yeah, dude, we're getting moved. No one fucking goes to our games. Everyone doesn't care. He's like, I'm pretty much the only person who cares and I live in Australia.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's terrifying.
0: Hey, we were talking about this before we actually hit record. How's um, Sid Crosby's actually turned things around in the last week or, you know, seven to ten days and he's actually scoring? And we've talked that much shit on him this year. I don't even know how I feel about acknowledging his good performances. I feel like I should just continue to
2: focus on the rubbish ones. What do you think? <laughs> as a uh, as a Bruins fan, I have to inherently kind of hate Sidney Crosby. Yeah. You know, with that being said, this season's been a bit of a disappointment because you're you know, he's supposed to be this this super evil overlord that has incredible skills, so you hate him because he's a flopping bastard, but he's also really good. Yeah, and this season so far it's been uh it's a little bit a little bittersweet. You're like, Ah, come on, buddy, give, give put some fight in your game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're like, just step it up, kid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can I, I feel like he needs a hug. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or, Will somebody
1: hug Grosby. Or a decent line mate,
0: maybe. Oh, Mario Lemieux's not giving him a hug. They're not Chris mates I, anymore. Chris,
1: I think, um, what's his name? Who's his, who's his coattail rider? I've forgotten him. Oh,
0: Chris Kunitz. Chris
1: Kunitz will spoon him the night away. Don't oh. worry about that. <laughs> so let's keep rolling with the mid-season awards. Let's, let's do that.
0: Fuck let's, yeah. So the mid-season awards are replacing the good news and our outlandish statements this yeah, week. Yeah, so
1: this is the chunk of the podcast this week. This, this is, is the middle. This one. is the bits. This is,
0: we want conflicting
1: opinions. And we, walk, we worked on this so hard all day.
0: It took me about twelve minutes before breakfast.
1: I typed it up like in the five minutes I had while I was at my desk today, and then I went on with the rest of my day. But I still worked hard for that five minutes, though. Just remember that.
0: So each of us is going to put forth our candidate for each of the major NHL awards, and then we've got a few of our own customized Holy Puck awards, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: let's kick off with the hard awards. So I think we're all I think we're all in agreement. We're on all this. in agreement that it's going to be Jamie Ben. How can it not yeah. be Jamie Ben? Yeah. I would buy so many Hondas from that guy.
0: Like, let me let me start by saying, like, Patrice Bergeron's obviously going to be the future captain of the bees, right? And I love that. I love him. That's fantastic. But if I had to build a team right now around an existing captain and you had Jamie to choose ben. a foundation Gen- player, it would oh be him God. all he's, day.
1: Yeah, he he just he single-handedly pumps up everyone on the ice. No
0: one leads from the front as much as Jamie Ben.
1: No, nah, he punches dudes. He does. He's he's gritty. He gets in the corners. He does everything you need in a captain, and he's just sick josh why are you hot for jamie
2: you know what because i can't say anything else against him i would love to sit here and be the contrarian and and shit all over him but i I think he's the obvious choice it's as simple as that
1: yeah he's too good so annoying
2: yeah (laughs) everything about him sick he's
0: he's a captain's captain he's who you want yeah like you would always feel okay even if shit was going pear-shaped and you looked up and you saw he was your captain you'd be like we got a shot
1: yeah, we'll always. Shot. yeah, always. Yeah, like, always. We can we can just ride Jamie all day. What about the Vizina? Yeah, who's been the best goalie?
0: Well, I was gonna say Braden Holtby, and then I saw Josh's answer, and I'm like, fuck, I think he's right.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I think Corey Schneider is is without a doubt the most underrated uh, goalie in the NHL right now. It's because he plays he's, for a
1: dog he, shit team.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you put a different team in front of him, I think it would be it would be incredible what you'd see him do. You know, he consistently stops so many shots. Keeps it within one or two goals almost every game, even though nobody on the team except for Palmieri, Henrique, and Camilleri ever score. So <laughs> <laughs> I think he deserves something just for
0: smiling while that's this is true. happening. Hey, that's not true. Stepniak scored a couple of goals this year. Zajac was on a heater for
1: six weeks. We wrote um, that comedy all the way to the podcast. I actually, <laughs> I actually think you're right,
0: though. I looked up. Schneider's faced more shots in the last 18 mm. months than anybody.
1: But it's always going to go to a successful goalie, though. Yeah. Well, so you know that's
0: what? That's why I a shoe-in. Maybe we can be the winds of change. Or, Well, mm.
1: to the 45 people that listen to this podcast on the weekly. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> None of them affiliated with the NHL. Lol. What about the Norris? John, you first. Eric Carlson. Josh?
0: Uh, Sueann, <laughs> that must have hurt so much. Well, I'm gonna—we'll get to that in a second. Look, I'm gonna say Eric Carlson as well because let's be honest, like dude the can't Sens, stop scoring. But like... the Sens don't have any other recognizable names. Like Bobby Ryan's not Bobby Ryan anymore. No, nah, right? he's just a dude. You've got Carlson and then a yeah. fleet of dudes that only you know legit hockey fans know who they are. Yeah,
1: well, no, only people who are Ottawa fans give a shit about. Yeah. like there are other people. You know, other people. You know. Well at least know two to three other players on most of the other teams. I only know Eric
0: Carlson. <laughs> That's not true. What about Hoffman? That's true. Zabanjad. Aye,
1: Zibnijad. You stuff up his name. It's so actually much. not
0: Zibnijad. Isn't it? No, nope, so you're a fuckhead. Oh well. Um Josh, <laughs> why did you say Saban though? Because whilst I've come around and I think he's a spectacular human being. He's a jumbo legend. I don't actually think his season's been that crash hot.
2: Yeah, it certainly hasn't been. I think it's kind of more of a uh I can't believe I'm going to defend him right now. This is this is hurts my heart. (laughs) This is outrageous. This is pure heresy
1: from a base fan.
2: You know, having 26 assists and only one goal, and always, whenever he's on the ice, kind of having that uh, that effect on his team. I don't know. I think it's something you got to look at. But with that being said, I'm done saying positive things about PK right now. (laughs) Do Do you reckon girls are into
0: that? Because he's got so many assists, right? It means he's selfless. So he's probably like you know, very giving He's Like the lover. ultimate or he, yeah. or he's the ultimate <laughs> yeah. wingman. He's do you reckon, like, do you reckon <laughs> chicks look at hockey players with huge numbers? Like, in, in hey man, have you met my man, Tommy wow, there, chick. There's a real selfless guy. I'm into that. <laughs> that, that has to be it. Yeah. He's maybe, heaps in a threads. So that's a thing. Maybe I'll try that next time. My wife's annoyed at me. I'll say, no, I'm really good at setting up goals in our fucking beer league hockey team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's like, cool story, Cam.
0: What about the colder? I'm going with, um, look, the, the obvious answer is Jack Eichel, Mm -hmm. but fuck, I hope Dylan Larkin keeps it up. Well, if he can ride his heater,
1: it's going to be interesting come the end of the year, but Eichel just looks sick. The only thing
0: that annoys me about Jack Eichel is that his hair looks like Justin Timberlake when he had that noodle hair in NSYNC.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Jack Eichel really looks like he should be like lining up for gym class. (laughs) (laughs) What
2: What was that, Josh? He's got to be one of the uglier people in the NHL, and I know he's a Massachusetts guy, so that yeah. you know, that's not cool for me to say. But woof.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Like, obviously, he's a Mass boy, but he fucking tore us apart last fortnight when he, mm. when they played the uh, when the Sabres played uh, the Bees.
1: Yeah, we struggled against him too because he's just a jet. Like, he just—it's insane. Well, he
2: had, yeah, had goal, so I don't want—I don't want to give him you know too much of a big head on that, but <laughs> you know, he's definitely. That, that was a tough that was a tough game to watch but you know four <laughs> points first first four points in a professional uh, in his professional season what an asshole pre-
0: yeah it's a hey bit- I've got a submission for the Lady Bing who gives a fuck
1: I know <laughs> I know it's terrible like like, I mean when I was writing this I actually looked through and I'm like who gives a fuck that's why I wrote you know what fucking John Scott imagine done imagine if John Scott <laughs> won the Lady Bing imagine if they made it a fan
0: vote trophy <laughs>
1: Because nobody cares.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: Josh, I saw you've got a you've got someone you want to put forward for the lady bing
2: though. You know, I, I I hate the dream of making me do this once again. Uh, Subban again, you know, such a solid dude off the ice. Yeah. Uh, my my whole thing with that is. That great sportsmanship is fantastic off the ice. I want a really solid stand-up dude. Yeah, I think hockey, a huge number of those people. Yep. once yeah. you step on the ice, though, put that shit away. Yep. I'm not looking for a gentleman. I'm not looking for someone to hold the door open for me.
1: No, yeah, you want somebody. You want to get punched in the head. Yeah, seriously though, like
0: I've talked more shit on him than anybody. And then when I saw that he gave a ten million dollar check to a hospital, I was like. Good lord, you're a good person.
1: Yeah, and then you watch the winner classic. Yeah, I,
0: I, I it's I, hard. I've said I'm like I have not said a negative word about him since
1: all season actually. Yeah, all yeah. season. I can't do it. Yeah, and then you watch the road to the winner classic, and you're like, my god, he just like just he tries to get his team involved so much, yeah, and fails, but he still tries, yeah, so much, and you're just like, my god, this guy's such a good dude. It's just terrible. <laughs>
0: Selkie, if your answer isn't Patrice Bergeron, you're a dickhead.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so let's just move on. Who, so, who else
0: could even be in the in the conversation? Kopitar. Like, people normally say Taves. He's been super quiet yeah. this season,
1: so it's got to be. It's pretty much. It's it's so it's Bergeron, and then immediately daylight, daylight, and then Kopitar, and then no one else.
0: But even Kopitar had a really quiet first six weeks of the season.
1: He did, but they're still, you know, they're ripping it now. Old, but...
0: old mate raccoon eyes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my money. What about the Jack Adams? I you... said Barry Trots because I had to. Because you're a Caps tragic. Yeah. Well, I had to. But he's turned it, like, if you look at it, though, he has turned it around. We were crap. We missed the playoffs. Yeah. Bang. Back in. I like Trots. I looks love like Trotz. a garden gnome. He's great. Yeah loves the beers who
2: have you got josh i yeah uh, i put down tortorella which i realize is absolutely <laughs> outrageous perfect but, uh, <laughs> love it
1: we're
0: huge torts fans
2: you know i just like the idea of him being back in the nhl just terrorizing young players again yeah <laughs> somebody had to do it
0: how's, yeah. how's ryan johansson's gone from being a superstar to a shell of a man because Tortorello's <laughs> like nope you're a fuckwit Tortorella must
1: be you know, standing. Tortorella's
2: in... cuckolding him somewhere right now. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Tortorella's standing in front of his house every night, screaming obscenities at him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you suck, Roger.
1: <right>, <laughs> <laughs> it's like pointing at him you! every time he walks past the window.
0: <laughs> Torts is amazing. Yeah. I, I actually put a serious answer, and now I wish I didn't. I put um, Gerard Gallant from the Florida Panthers because. Who saw that coming? Not no I. No one. No one. No. no. One. Well, maybe Yaga. sees
1: season knows everything.
0: Anyone who tells you they projected the Panthers we're going to have a good season is full of shit.
1: Yeah, anyone. It, you read, if you go back and read all the, like, Bleacher Report, like, who's going to kill it this season, not a single mention of the Panthers. You watch. Yeah. Not that I'm going to do the research.
0: My final one, uh, GM of the year, Jim Neal, of the Dallas Stars. That team he's put together just just red hot, just bits everywhere that people are disregarded and it's just mm-hmm. working and the job they've done with John Klingberg.
1: It's phenomenal.
0: He's the defenseman of the future. He's he's the T-1000 of defensemen. He is. He's just huge. Yeah. He's good.
1: So I I, I took uh, Jim Rutherford, the Pittsburgh Penguins.
0: Jim Rutherford, why for destroying the Pittsburgh? Uh,
1: <laughs> for the lols, son. For the lols.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. What about you, Josh?
2: I actually I agree with Nil. Um, you know, my my only strong feelings are that it absolutely is not Don Sweeney and uh mm-hmm. and as far as Nil I, I respect that the Dallas Stars have just gone totally against NHL tradition and said said YOLO, fuck everyone, just keep scoring. Yeah. That's sick, isn't it? Yeah. It is sick. It's sick to see.
0: Tyler Sagan scoring on and off the ice. What a legend.
2: Yeah,
1: dude's an actual <laughs> real life legend.
0: And what about a few predictions for who's going to take, uh, you know, the the hardware home at the end of the season for the rocket? Um, I reckon Jamie Ben. The only person who might be a late sneak up will be Vladimir Tarasenko.
1: True. I didn't even pick anyone else. I just went straight to Ben. I think He's... we
2: all said Ben, didn't we? Yeah, I said Ben with an asterisk. Uh, you know. A Ovechkin could possibly get real weird, and who knows? Otherwise, I think Ben's the easy choice. Well, well,
1: Ovi did most of his scoring in the back half of the season last year. He did. So he was behind this, this far back last year as well. So... But he
0: didn't have to share the load with Kisnetsov, Oshie, all those dudes who were that's, actually scoring goals. That's right. That's right. He had nobody. What about the ultimate hardware? I'm going to say the Washington Capitals, because if I say it, it's going to jinx them, and it's going to ruin John's life. It's true.
1: <laughs> go uh, Capitals! I hope you die in a fucking dumpster somewhere. What about you, John? I'm going to say the Caps because I have to. Oh, because
0: you actually believe. I have to believe. If I
1: don't, nobody else will. Suck it, nerd. Other than the the dude who screams, let's go Caps at Verizon Center, who's yeah. an absolute legend, by the way. Um, but um, yeah, it has to be the Caps. Like They, they look good. I, I the, We didn't beat the Stars when we played them the first time, but... We took it to a single goal and they scored in the last two minutes. So it's anyone's game, really. But
2: well. What about you, Josh? You know, I think uh, realistically, the Caps are probably a pretty solid choice. I I would love to see the Dallas Stars go all the way, but I think that that system they've got probably isn't going to survive that far into the playoffs. I think once it gets to that grinding kind of playoff play, I don't know if they have it. Yeah, look, Kari Kari Lettinen
0: doesn't really scream goaltending security, does he? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> no, no. he's like hey guys look I know I gave up 7 goals in game 1 I know this I'm familiar with the yeah. situation get behind me though kids <laughs> yeah, I promise I'll be better <laughs> Hey, you know well who, I'd, for a ride. You know who yeah. I'd love to see for the con Smythe though because I would actually like to see Dallas go all the way John Klingberg just to step it up and be that shit hot defenseman like Duncan Keith that just, yeah. just steadies the ship and gets him there yeah
1: he's too young though
0: I don't like your attitude <laughs> I <laughs> don't like your haircut. but What, what haircut. about you, John? Con Smythe?
1: Um, so if the Caps make it, it's going to be off the back of Nicky B. He is the assistant maestro. He is the man who will... Who feeds... The great eight, so he will be the one that's,
0: that takes us home, I think. I will say Nicky B is one of the two most underrated centers in the National Hockey League. Absolutely, fucking The other of which is David Krejci.
1: Absolutely, fucking lutely I was going to say that too, actually. Mm. So everyone, these are dudes who play on the top line and nobody cares. Like, he had the most assists last year. No yeah. one gives a shit. I care. I fucking do because he's a legend.
0: Mr. Lyford your con Smythe tip?
2: I'm going uh, fully for the laws on this one. I think if, if Dallas makes it all the way... If Sagan can somehow cut through the fog of his hangover and score, <laughs> then, then he gets it from me, But like, Do you reckon Sagan actually plays on pills? Who knows, for uh, real. <laughs> I think he lives a pretty, pretty reckless lifestyle, but he's still young <laughs> yeah. enough where he can wake up in the morning and make it happen.
0: Yeah, I kind of hope he does. I wish him the best. Do you reckon he rocks, like,
1: nine gold chains a day and he just swaps them out?
2: Yeah, definitely. Of course he does.
1: And he's got, like, seven, yeah, no, like, no. D and G... Pairs of gassanis that are just littered around the locker room that it just, like,
0: throws on at some point throughout the day. Yeah, but he didn't have to pay for them. Pitbull gave them to him for free. Of course. Yeah. Aren't they mates? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, we're going to do some personalised mid-season awards, though, in, in tune with our normal bullshit weekly awards, the first of which is the Jumbo Joe Jumbo Legend Award. This is my favourite, actually. Easily my favourite. I'm going to go for an old favourite. Uh, I'm going to say Greg Campbell. Yes. Super. He has had six fights for the BJ's right he's lost every, he's single, lost one every single one of them every single one of them old suit look he's never been afraid to drop him, stand up for dudes but he's also never been a good fighter nah what, <laughs> what's it gonna take for him to actually learn how to fight because he's willing to get his ass kicked on a regular basis for his that, team yeah knowing that he's gonna take an absolute hiding I watched all of his fights today yeah he gets he lit the fuck up in every yeah. single one so in my eyes you're a true jumbo <laughs> legend like to, to be fighting that much knowing you're gonna get lit up he has to
1: know. You're like a legend. Like you can't
0: be that shit at it. And well, you're a legend. Yeah, yeah. That's what you right you got, John?
1: Um, I I picked up Savan because he's just such a legend off the ice that you can't get past him. Like he's just true. And having seen the the Winter Classic series lately, he's just he's just too fucking good. Like he's just too much of a good dude. And the way he just like deals, teaches—he's he, he, a real teacher as well. He teaches his team how to be good players and good people, and I—I I, I respect that. So he's a jumbo legend. Way good to take
0: him. the podcast in a serious direction, dickhead! I know. Well done, <laughs> Mister Lafford. What's your jumbo legend pick?
2: I'm—I'm uh, I'm going with Corey Schneider again. The fact that he gets dumped on the way he does, but still has a, a solid season and gets hung out to dry so consistently and so violently sometimes, yeah. Yeah. it still keeps a smile on his face. I think that's that's pretty amazing. I'm actually I'm actually,
0: su- I'm actually surprised that he hasn't done a Michael Douglas in falling down yet. Yeah. Just <laughs> lost his shit. Yeah. Hey, um, the Steve Ott dog for the mid-season, Mark, I was just going to say Alex Burrows because he's the single biggest scumbag in the league, but that'd be boring if we all had the same answers. So I'm going to say the NHL as a governing body, Wow. For allowing Simple Plan to play at the Winter Classic, the game was in Boston. You assholes, take you the know, Murphys. The Murphys are the street dog. Like they, they, <laughs> they are synonymous with the Boston Bruins. Let them play the national anthem with a fucking sick mic grab to Renee. Why did they take? Why did they take Simple Plan? What was the deal with? Because that? they're from Montreal and they were representing Montreal. They played and they said, "How are you going, Winter Classic?" And sixty-eight thousand people went boo
1: yeah they did good on (laughs) him
0: so that's my steve Ott dog of the half year what about you john
1: well i took burrows because he's a piece of shit
2: yeah awful human josh i'm going with mike mike babcock for uh for just cashing in as hard as possible and abandoning the red wings obviously i I would do the same thing myself
1: nah huge fan i back it no
0: but but we only have yeah like we're allowed to be hypocrites we're allowed to sit here and throw stones
1: yeah, we're not in right a glass i fine. What does
0: yeah, your, your better half think about that as a Red Wings fan?
2: Oh, I, I think she's turned her back on, on Babcock. I don't think she's got anything positive to say about him. That's the spirit. That's marriage material. Yeah. Exactly. For yeah. our
0: uh, For our Boychuk Bone Crusher, I'm going to go in a little different direction. It's not going to be a physical act or a physical dude. I'm going to say GM Jim Rutherford because his roster moves have single-handedly destroyed the Pittsburgh Penguins yeah, by completely legend. ignoring defense and just loading up on forwards. Uh,
1: and it's failed miserably.
0: Congratulations. You've got two of the probably, what, best five players in the world? And they're all And they're underachieving, horribly. and they're probably going to not win another cup under your reign. So congratulations, Jim. You've cooked it. Yeah, they're all going to get traded in three years. Mad. John? I actually, I actually
1: took um, the, the your the Greg the Greg Campbell example that you had mm. for, for the first one, but I thought it was a better bone cruncher than it was yeah. Jumbo Legend because of the bone crunches that he's received, sticking up for his team. Which and the thing is though, he's fought like a couple of the same guys each time, and each time they've like fucked him up. Yeah, like real bad. Like I think he left the ice bleeding one time. Like it's not it's that's not a, it's not how you should earn your money. Well. Nah, he needs to give it up, eh? Who? But he's the BJs have the most fights this season, too. They've got 24 fights. Because shit teams always have heaps they of always. fights. They always. Well, if you, if you go to hockey fights and you go list by most amount of fights, what? the bottom six teams are at the top. Like oh, what a surprise. <laughs> it's always
0: how it is. Who you got, Josh? Who's your bone cruncher?
2: You know, I, I went into this saying it was definitely going to be be a Bruin, and uh, this season has not been a good one to pick from. So mm. I went with Marchand for uh, for his low potentially dirty hit on uh, the Senators Borowiecki, and now he's serving his three game suspension. That for was him.
0: dirty as fuck. Nah, I that you know today. what? I loved that.
2: And, <laughs> <Yeah>. let, me...
1: <laughs> oh,
0: and let me tell you why. Fucking say Borowiecki's a piece of shit. He does things like that all the time. <laughs> he looks like Golem. Preach. Yeah, and <laughs> I will. <laughs> and here's the thing, right? Marshan has been the spiritual leader of this team this year. Like, people were saying, who's going to step up and lead the bees? We've lost character, guys. We've lost Sean Thornton. We've lost this. We've lost that. Marshan's like, all right, I'm going to fucking step up. And I'm going to get the boys riled up. And when we lose, I'm going to tell them about it. And I'm going to talk about it in press conferences. And I'm going to get fired up on the ice. And I'm going to chirp at dudes. And I'm going to lead from the front. He's got... He's got the smallest frame on our team and he's actually leading from the front. So you know what? He wore a three-game suspension, not great timing heading into the Winter Classic. <laughs> yeah. I would rather he played on the edge and did shit like that occasionally than played up the back and did shit like that never.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Fucking amen! Yeah, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. I do like that he stepped up this year, though. I think he's a good dude. Uh, what are we up to? Where are we up to? Oh, the hero of the half year. I'm gonna steal Josh's pick. I'm gonna to say torts, but in a different uh in in a different situation because torts being torts and just being back in the league means we're gonna get more torts outbursts. So yeah, torts. I just want him yeah, more torts.
1: Torts, torts with a side of torts. I wanna to see him to pointing
0: at coaches. I wanna see him trying to punch dudes from Calgary and the right. fucking hallway. I wanna see him
1: starting all of these D men yep. <laughs> that's how it is.
0: Yep. John?
1: I picked, I, I went with a serious pick actually. I went with Evgeny Kuznetsov because he's been my hero this year. Oh. Because he's actually fucking killed it. And he took about 18 months to really Cook. figure out how to play the game. He was on the slow cooker. He was. He's, pu- he's the pulled pork of the Washington Capitals. He is, but he, holy shit. He's, he's more like the brisket. of the Washington Capitals. Yeah, good call. Beef brisket, but holy fuck. I like it. He's doing a great job though. Like he's, he really looks like he's going to be elite, like actually elite. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, that's, so he's my pick.
2: What do you got, Josh? Yager. Yeah. Guys, yes. So consistently hilarious and is still a solid player. Anyone that doesn't follow him on Twitter is out of their damn minds.
1: Absolutely. Did you see his his post the other day and he's just like I'd rather be in the Bahamas than playing in the, yeah. <laughs> the All-Star game. Yeah. Josh, re- remind me to send
0: you a link after this. We found like a a Salmon Yaga t-shirt on Amazon. You need to get it. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yes. Um <laughs> my villain of the half year, not because he's particularly bad, I just want to talk about Ryan Kessler shooting after the whistle the other day, empty net against the flames, and, and pretty much the <laughs> everyone from Calgary beating the shit out of him because yeah. they hate him from his time at Vancouver. It was yeah. fantastic. Everyone punched on. They were
1: like, and then did you see the bench were like, the, the Ducks bench were like, what do we do? Yeah. And everyone was like, uh, and should, we, he had, should we help him? He had four dudes punching him in the head. Yeah. Dennis, <laughs> he was getting just
0: punched from everywhere and it was fantastic.
1: And, and every, they actually had a shot of the bench and there was two dudes were standing there like, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Dudes look confused. Like, Oh, should we defend Kessler? Should, Cause should, that's, that's a good point. Know, should he's, we,
1: do, are we, should we not? Do we, do he's kind you, of do a you dick. Want do, nah, just let him yeah. get punched in the head. It's fine. What about you, John? Who's your hero? Uh, the villain of your year. My villain's Patrick Kane. Ooh. Not because he's done anything really bad, but because he copped some bad press at the start of the year and then just come out and killed it. 25-game winning, like, point streak. Fuck you, man. Stop being so good
0: at everything. Seriously. That actually segues really good to Josh's point.
2: Yes. I actually chose the Canes. Yeah, Ooh. Patrick Devander.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's
2: going Seems on in Buffalo?
1: Like
2: <laughs> Buffalo should probably consider maybe getting some sort of mandatory consent class going. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So so Buffalo, so
0: upstate New York, can you please, please start asking people if it's okay for what you are about to do? Is That's it, what Josh is saying.
1: Yeah, so just, if you've if, if you hooked up with a fan, just say, hey man, do you mind if I stick it in? If she goes, yep,
0: done, consent, move on. Also, Patrick Kane, stop punching taxi drivers.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just me, man.
0: You, you mass- <laughs> <it down. laughs> yeah. massive idiot.
2: It's like, they already don't earn that much. Like, stop it.
0: Hey, um, the last couple, surprise player in teams of the year, both good and bad. For me, my uh, good player of the year, Leon Drosadal, because he was with the Oilers a little bit last year and didn't really do much, but he's been fantastic this year, especially stepped up in McDavid's absence. And yes. my bad, Ryan Getzlaff can pretty much be identified as single-handedly ruining my fantasy season.
1: Yeah. Well, that's because you drafted him first, and he's been horrible.
0: Yep. Um, surprise team of the year. Good, obviously. Florida and bad. Anaheim. Like, mm-hmm. Anaheim, won, didn't yeah. everyone have them as the Western Conference contender?
1: Yeah. every At the start of the season, I was like, Anaheim's going to kill it. That's just how it is.
0: And, nah. Who have you got? Johnny Boy?
1: Uh, so, I took Russell Heighton as the good one.
0: Um, because Ooh, the, the white-haired defenseman white-haired from Buffalo. The,
1: the Scandinavian defenseman, that's right. And then bad, obviously, Crosby. Did you choose
0: because, him because with, with white hair, he looks like he's in some 41? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He does look like a really, really tall version of Chris from Sun forty one, but, but he's also in my fantasy league in single handedly propping up my D men, so Sick. he's mad. And then Crosby, obviously. And then um bad was or bad team was Anaheim again and then the good team was Florida. I think like everyone just has not been able to predict how shit Anaheim yeah. have been this year. They can't they couldn't win a game if they paid for it, seriously.
2: True. Josh? You know, this is a complete cop out, but uh, I'm going with the rookies in general. There is so much, so much pressure going into this season, especially McDavid and Eichel. And I think, aside from McDavid, essentially breaking himself in half, uh, they, they've kind of yeah. risen to the challenge. True. And bad, Crosby and Giroux. Oh,
0: Drew mostly
2: because he was my my top draft pick, and he has absolutely fucked me. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> hey, isn't he the best face off man in the league? And then shit at everything else this year.
2: Yeah, well, that would be great. Except we play head to head points, so that doesn't really matter. In my exactly. Oh least.
0: man, no, that's terrible. That's nasty. Exactly. Yeah. And what about exactly. your teams? What's that? What about your teams? Like, who are your surprise teams this year?
2: You know, I think on a uh, on a good note, Dallas for sure. I, I didn't think that that system would really work as well as it has. Um, for a bad team, the Blue Jackets, I, that they should be ashamed of themselves.
0: Yeah. yeah, someone reminded me the other day that at the start of the season, I'm like, man, Columbus is going to be so sick. And they're well, like,
1: Remember we did, the, we did the playthrough where like, look at this lineup. How can yeah. it not be fucking mad? And then you put it on the ice and it fucking blows. It wasn't my
0: logic. Oh, how could any team with Scott Hartnell suck? This would be great. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, I um, actually drafted Hartnell this year. Of <laughs> course you did. Hey, we're nearing the end though, but we are going to do a quick dissection of the winner classic.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really stoked to hear your guys' thoughts, because the day was not great for Bruins fans, and I've got two of them on the hook right now, so, so this is
0: going to be great news. Oh, well, let me start off, and here's how I knew the day was going to stink up, right?
1: Oh, you don't say, Cam. Tell me more.
0: So it was, it was going to be at 6am our time, right, Josh? Mm -hmm. So we're like, right, we're not going to watch it live. We're all going to go on Total Blackout and we're going to go to a pub at 11 o'clock and watch it there. I actually bailed. So John bailed because he's a giant puss. I went to
1: the baseball the night before though.
0: We went to the pub. I was the first one there and I walk in and I sit down and there's a lone Habs supporter sitting there, right? (laughs) (laughs) And he turns around to me and he looks me up and down and he goes, oh man, do you know the score? (laughs) Imagine if I spoiled the game for you. So before 11 a.m. I've had to yell at this dude and I'm like, you're a piece of fucking shit. If you ruin my day, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right. So at eleven a.m. Okay, a- sorry, Yeah. Yeah. At eleven a.m., this dude's already. Idiots,
2: man. Yeah. This yeah. dude.
0: This dude's already giving me sass, and my cousin was with me, and he's like, "Dude, are you fucking kidding? He's gonna kill you. Just leave him alone. Like he's clearly not having a good time already. Yeah. He's not a knowing it's four for six Australia's hours. Stop it. Um. And then obviously the game stunk to high hell, and Simple Plan played, and that sucked, and. The Habs jerseys looked really good, which is upsetting because we hate the Habs and Uh. everything about the day was shit house.
2: Yeah, it would, uh, for, for what it's worth, it went just as badly for me. I got hooked up. My, my roommates gave me a ticket it was right down on the, well, not on the ice, but you know, as far down as you can go, it was fantastic. Um, as a, my day job, I'm a reporter and I had reached out to. Gillette and the Bruins to try to get press passes. Obviously, they didn't give me the time of day. But, uh, Lovely. <laughs> like, hey, man. You know, so it was fantastic. Did a little, uh, little pre-gaming, a little tailgating in the parking lot. Yeah, everybody, everybody was stoked. And, um, you know, I think there was 50,000 out of the 70,000 people there were Bruins fans. And there were a lot of really, really sad Bruins fans there.
1: Yeah. Including yeah. myself.
2: Did a lot of them stay,
1: though? I didn't, because it's hard, though. Yeah, it, it the... packed
0: pack to the end, it looked like, but...
1: So were were the were there fans streaming out at like, you know, halfway through the third?
2: Uh, I think most people kind of. First of all, the tickets were so unbelievably expensive, even by Bruins game standards, that uh, I think people were kind of get every minute out of it, no matter what. Yeah, fair. Much, about two minutes, uh, you know, eighteen minutes into the third period, people started saying, "All right, let's get the fuck out of here." Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, for me, the only positives of the day were. Claude Julian wearing a check style hoodie. I'm like, I fucking love that. Yeah. You guys are the ultimate power couple. You and Bill, that's mad. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that photo is fucking...
0: Yeah, our jerseys look fantastic. They look like they prison look sweaters, so which, is, good. which is fitting.
1: Dude, you need to buy one for real. Yeah, I'm getting one. Sick. I'm getting a Krug
0: one. Yeah, you are. And um, the only other highlight for me was Bolesky fucking... Sorry, not Bolesky, um Hey, he's punching Lazella in his stupid face.
1: Mm. Everyone likes it when Lazella gets punched in the head, though.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, that was fantastic. That that was all yeah, yeah. I had
0: for highlights. Like, I actually went through my notes, and I'm like, no, nope, yeah. that's all I've got. Jerseys, Julian's sweater, and Hayes punching Eller in the face. That's all I've got.
2: Yeah. There wasn't much else to be excited about. Frankly, it was it was a nightmare. Um, even as a Bruins fan, I'll sit here and shit on them all day. I try to look on uh, on the bright side usually. But first period, I think there was either two to four shots on goal by the Bruins. They just didn't show up at all. Four
0: um, shots on goal. Sorry about Yeah. It. What's... Okay, they got four. They got four. I was, dude. I was drinking at breakfast. That's how shit it was. Yeah.
1: What happened exactly. though? Because they're usually an
0: aggressive team. We didn't have Krejci. We didn't have Marshand, and they had to send Colin Miller down to the miners to make way for Griffith and Kokolachev because Miller didn't have to clear waivers.
1: Ah, right. Which
0: means we lost a very capable D-man and replaced him with Kevin Ke- Miller, who's whilst being fantastic at punching dudes, is also a fucking traffic cone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So that's not. Good.
0: Why did they make that decision? Was it, is there? Because we needed forwards. Because we were short forwards. They needed forwards, and Miller was the only one that didn't need to clear waivers. So, so I get it. To bring him From up. an administrative point of view, it makes total sense. So they don't pay sense. dudes anymore. Stuff, it yeah. was. It was just it. not good. We couldn't. We couldn't move the puck out of our back end. We, we were dead set defending for the first twelve minutes.
2: Mm. What I uh, what I did like about this game was the the usual live sports. Uh, shit talk in the beginning, you know, booing the Habs fans as they walked into the state. Yeah, like that. yeah. And by the end of it, you know, you you heard all the, the most unbelievable Massachusetts townies being like, Hey, well you know dude Mike Condon's from Massachusetts, so that's pretty cool that he's getting to kill it out here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're like oh that Habs goalie's actually pretty cool then you are in a lot of trouble yeah you, you know go, what you that's gotta, you gotta salvage cool. something
1: that's pretty cool about hockey fans though I think they can always find a positive in it no matter what though like that's pretty I think that's a cool thing that's a nice story though
0: yeah but still it, it's true. but still whatever John <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but still we got fucked you wouldn't yeah, understand yeah. <laughs> Hey, we're to the final thing, and then we're gonna go let Josh get a power nap. We're gonna do where would they be if they didn't play hockey? This is John's favorite thing to talk about in the world.
1: This is because I actually spent the majority of my time of preparation for the podcast doing this. Today. Who you got? I got. I got three. I got John Scott, Eichel, and I got Pavel Datsuk. And the first one, John Scott, there is no way that he's not a disgruntled toll booth operator. Look at him. <laughs> There's no way he's not collecting quarters of, of you know angry people. So he's essentially to cross guarding a bridge. A bridge. Of course he is. He's essentially you know. For on one just sitting in the little toll booth yeah yeah there's maybe 50 cars is that his problem no no it's not his problem he
0: just who cares if they did a stage show for Shrek could John Scott be Shrek
1: nah he's way too disgruntled <laughs> for that hmm. he'd be more like he'd be more like you know I don't know I don't even know he just wouldn't be Shrek that's for sure what do
0: you got for Jack Eichel
1: Jack Eichel is clearly working the drive through at Burger King look at him he looks like his braces came off yesterday <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong though. Yeah, yeah, he's got that headset. Yeah, I'll have
0: fries. Yeah, I will. Do you reckon he still uses a Bluetooth headset in his car? (laughs) Yeah, he does. Look at him. He does.
1: You know, do you reckon he's still got a hotmail account? Yeah. Yeah. What's the last
0: one you got? The Magic Man.
1: Ah, yes, the Magic Man Pavel Datsuk. Now he is a friar, la Robin Hood style. Look at that haircut. There's no way that that bowl cut isn't giving me solid worldly advice. He's not. He's definitely giving advice to the mad, weary travellers with these giant oversized brown
0: robes and gold belt combo. What Robin Hood are we talking? Like dramatic Robin Hood like Kevin Costner or like, I'm talking par- more like parody in- Robin Hood like men in tights? I'm talking more like men in tights. Fuck yeah, it's sick. Yeah, it is.
1: It, as if he doesn't look like like, you know, some sort of weird friar guy. Yeah, I get it. He does though. Like look at him. Like I I'll, I'll definitely take some advice on, you know, the here and the heroes and villains past gone. Of you know weary travels that have come, come and gone, True. Of local law, and then he'll score a million goals and smash about the thousand face face-offs and then everyone's a winner. Kill it. Yeah, that's it. I love it. That's got to be my favorite segment for real.
0: Huge. It's so fucking dumb. Josh, thanks for hanging out for like two hours talking absolute rubbish with us.
2: Of course, man. I needed to be in this dark room. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, yeah. look, this was I'm sick.
0: I'm, I'm glad that you and Thomas Hurdle appreciate the time. Yeah, because where else would <laughs> Thomas Hurdle be? <laughs>
2: Uh, I'd get... just like to real quick say my last note on my paper just says where would they be? Gustav Nyquist. Probably a friendly neighbor. He'd be neighbors with Thomas Bannock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's working past my bedtime right now. Oh my god. Uh, that's like hilarious. Just, just
0: in a nice leafy suburb in Minnesota somewhere. Of course. Hey <laughs> man, how you doing? Do you uh, want to walk the dog together? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick up your dry cleaning, don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Love it
0: uh have you, got, you got any parting words or parting shots for us mate
2: no just thank you so much for having me on this has been a blast i really appreciate it
0: always a pleasure uh go back to sleep enjoy your day interviewing um pretentious self-righteous artists i'm sure it'll be a fantastic time for all involved oh yeah i remember doing that that's so not fun
2: <laughs> <laughs> i make it fun Right,
0: yeah. Well, look, you you go get those precious precious Z's. I'm gonna send you a picture of uh, Yager in a and a yaga's head on a salmon T-shirt, and we'll call it a day. That T-shirt is all time.
2: Fantastic, it's gentlemen. Good. You have a great uh, night or morning or whatever the hell time it is over there. It's ten
1: twenty-four, that- so it's we're very close to bedtime because we're we're obviously in our thirties, so we're quite old and yeah, jaded. I,
0: I need to sleep.
2: Yeah.
1: It's super hard to, like, do a full day without six hours or seven hours of sleep.
0: <laughs> You're hopeless. Yeah, All right, man. go cuddle, Thomas. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, I'll see you later.
1: Done.